welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I sit down with Steph Montoya, a cherished friend that I'm honored to learn and grow with on this journey. She is a gifted communicator with an amazing intuition. I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this conversation, so buckle up because we dive straight into the deep end. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presence. All right, we are live. Welcome to, welcome to Opening Presence. <laughs> we are hanging out in a nice grassy field at Peninsula Park. I am joined by my best friend, Steph Montoya. Sup, sup, sup. Sup. So we we were already like talking before we decided to record and just thought, hey, we might as well just be recording this. And we were talking about contrast as the sun comes <laughs> shining on our faces contrast the the especially in the time of a lot of solitude where we get to spend a, mm-hmm. a lot of time alone and a lot of things get brought up thoughts emotions or even protection right like we're we're almost protected from opportunities to experience things that might bring more up Mm -hmm. so kind of goes both ways right yeah i'm diving in sorry i'm like i'm also thank you for unpack protection (laughs) (laughs) i was like protection well i mean i think that's uh well first of all thank you for thank you for chatting you know of course yeah i got you this is cool i got you this is dope Just because it's a beautiful day. I know. And I've so thought dope. so many times, like, man, we have so many conversations so often where I'm like, we need to, re- we need to like jot these things down. Yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. We got endless gems. Like this is, oh, this man. is natural. That's great. But I guess, okay. So protection, we're being told to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. That is, that is the epitome of shielding and just, just building a bubble around ourselves and I think so much of what we desire so many of the things that we dream about so many of the 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 thoughts that ultimately engage us and want to move and propel us forward come from our external environment they come from living life Mm -hmm. and we're protected from a lot of that we are guarded from a lot of that for obvious reasons which makes sense um but I think that's when then when we're when we're in inside physically and mm-hmm. mentally letting ourselves kind of build the stories in our head even more yeah um it doesn't i i've i've felt it doesn't give me permission to kind of uh release those stories into yeah a world where i can kind of test them yeah you're just caking things on top of Oof, one another that's concepts perfect. And it's just like there's no pl- there's no like release. It's just catch and exactly. hoard exactly. of ideas or concepts. It's just catch and hoard, catch and hoard. And it's just like wait, I I need to like clean this closet of 
mm-hmm. all of these things that I've like, what am I like doomsday prepping for? It's like everybody. Yeah. And then it, I think there's like a little bit of, of course, without, without having compassion for people that are going through shitty circumstance right now. And like people, a lot of people have died and without being aware of that, I don't want to say I'm not insensitive to that, but it it's also like the messaging has been like, like protect yourself for the sake of others. And it's like, it's even branded like, and it's like, does anybody go into it thinking like, oh yeah, I'm doing this for others. It's like, no, we're shielding ourselves off for our self preservation. Correct. And like, don't sell me that it's for other people. It's for ourselves. At and least the uh, human instinct instincts will, will prove that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a beautiful thing that, that people are absorbing that message and taking that and, and taking it very seriously and um, following the rules uh i i think it's i think it's amazing i mean there there has to be some line right that we draw um but it it has to come i think the way that we live our lives in this time right now i think has to come from a place of really genuinely knowing what is what's working for you Mm -hmm. what's uh, obviously taking into account the the social cultural rules that are in place right now i mean federally you know like i i completely understand that um but i think this time is actually teaching me a lot about how to move in this world understanding that i'm always protected always i'm i'm always in control and every decision that i make can either come from misalignment or not it can you know come from alignment with what i believe to be true or can come from fear of never kind of reaching that point mm-hmm. of being in alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you, br- you bring up a really good point in terms of uh, kind of the caking on of all this stuff, yeah. you know, that we're holding on to while we're in this interesting time. Mm-hmm. I think I've let go of the desire to m- have it make sense. Yeah. Like there's no wow. like there's yeah. no desire in me to like cuz as soon as you come to one conclusion it, there's there's like 10 other like <sighs> like initiating factors to go down like a whole nother path that affects the initial conclusion you came to. There's no <laughs> there's no ending to it. So so but I think like the opportunity to figure out what does work for us like you like you express is is so important because with the quote unquote like rules that there are technically there aren't any rules but like the government's going to try to create rules and it's like oh like they accepted this this and this all right cool like let's add on a couple of other restrictions as far as mobility and privacy and vaccination and i'd not really like really learned in that but it's like i can recognize patterns like right now it's kind of just test runs in different parts of this country or in the world it's like people are our governments and people are trying things that work for them or for their best interests governments like a lot but it's like we have that same capacity as our own government system governor Mm, mm. the government the governors of our own like beings like we have that choice to decide what dis- what gets to stay and what gets to go 
as we move into this new world and you need to be an advocate for your own health and your own happiness and you have a clean slate to kind of pick and choose those things and modalities that you choose to 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 live with and it's it that's why right now is so fucking important is is you got to make those decisions guess and check try things out and and figure out what works for you because as soon as like the the establishment or whatever government decides like where where they're gonna go they're gonna try to get everybody on the same page and if you have been kind of going unconscious for the last however many decades or however long it's like if you haven't figured out for yourself what what are your non-negotiables as far as the life that you want to live and how you want to live then you're just going to sign up for whatever rollout like destructive plan that that government or whatever structure has in store for you I mean, and that's at a high level, but I would even argue that I think a lot of people would just go back to what they've done. Yeah, that's the easiest thing in the world. You know? And it's just, it's the thing that every, uh, yeah, it's it's just, it's habit, it's the template, it's what the story I was telling myself was, and I just want to go back to it. And so it's, it's, that I think is the worst case scenario. Yeah. Honestly, is that we all kind of just go back to business as usual and you brought you brought up some phenomenal points in terms of you know governing your your own destiny and really moving yourself every every day closer to that and I think that fresh slate that you're talking about is something that we have to allow ourselves to accept because that's a day-to-day thing that fresh slate is every single day Mm -hmm. every single day we wake up we have another opportunity, you know, all the, all the thoughts and the ideas and the things that happened the day before are no longer relevant. Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity to wake up and, and pursue the, that vision that you know is there. I think we all know is there because that's why I think we're feeling so much pain and hurt and suffering right now is because we want something else. Mm -hmm. We want something bigger. And so for us to to take personal responsibility and to your point govern our lives based on that vision and every day step closer to it and allow ourselves to just allow it to be a step. It doesn't have to be this grand jump from A to Z. Yeah. And that's what I think our our world before all of this happening was kind of teaching us is that there's shortcuts all the time is that there's a way to speed through life and that there's a way to just like multitask and productivity and like go kill yourself to go do all those things. And, and maybe that's a little bit exaggerated, but my, my background comes from burnout. Like mm-hmm. what I know is from experiencing burnout just because I went too hard too fast thinking that that was the way. And so now I look at that and I go, well, why? Why was I told? Th- why was I told that that would get me anywhere? Well, because I was told and I yeah. listened, and so I, I, f- I followed. You know, I followed the people around me, and I followed the the examples that were around me that would allow me to pursue that vision all in, until I realized I was like, wait, this is not where I actually want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Yeah that illusion that we're taught by the people around us it's funny because it's like i followed that that model 
but like it was so half-hearted where it just mm. left me in like this like this gray area at all times because it's like all right everyone around me is doing these things i to my core i don't feel them to be true i feel these other things to be true but nobody's giving me validation for those other things that that i feel to be true so there's there's i can't trust either thing and i can't trust myself because i like i can't i don't have any solid defining opinions about those things or at least to that to that extent have the awareness to understand what illusion i was under sure experience is the only way to unpack that and it's just like it's just an ongoing process of learning and and allowing but i guess to the to the point of taking every single day in in having that perspective of knowing that it, like it is a slow process like that that <laughs> yeah. surrender of just being like oh <laughs> like i know it's going to take a long time and i'm going to take every single day and and know that it it's not going to be the best day like some like my practice like the last like week has been this cyborg version I find like little moments like throughout the day where I'm like locked in. Yeah. Like I'm locked in, but it's like, it's different from what it used to look like and everything like changes. So I'm like, I'm starting, I'm experiencing a lot of transformation, but like the noticing of the changes is happening right now. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge that, that I didn't meditate this morning. Like maybe I'll get to it at at night. If I don't, then, oh, well, like it's fine. Like I'm not going to, like I know the overall, like mission of the practice is intact and I'm fully like committed to myself and, and love myself uh, for committing to the, to the practice, but allowing to, for it to change and just knowing that it's going to be something different five, 10 years from now, instead of it being like, Oh, right now I have to be successful in this and that. It's like, I'm dedicated to finding like what works for me. And yeah trying those things and that's what this time that we've had has been a lot of just like all right what works for you Aaron you like hanging out with your friends and like the only thing that would make this a little better is like a salon meat and cheese plate or something (laughs) with some (laughs) some charcuterie but like it's beautiful I know right it'd be on point some hummus (laughs) dang yeah some pretzels but we have like the choice to do to do these things and it's Right. It's up to us to really like lean into it and be like, no, this is what I want rather than committing to something like this and then having in the back of your mind saying like, no, you should really be on LinkedIn networking <laughs> with people and and pushing your thing forward and and going the the traditional route instead of like, no, nah, for my life, I want to be able to pick up, grab a like a beach towel and just chat with a friend and and kick it well and i think (laughs) you you've you throughout your journey and through a lot of the conversations that i've been witness to i've heard you have with other people through this podcast um through the conversations you've had around your meditation practice i think what you've been able to shine light on is that the the physical manifestation of what it is that you do with your time in terms of career job path whatever you want to call it whatever everybody is going to call it at the end of this because no one really knows what anything is anymore um 
I think the, the physical manifestation of that is ultimately your, I think your, your true ability to serve, not just yourself, but others. And that I think is, is beautiful because it, it has come as a result of a practice that has allowed you to tap into alignment, inner knowing, flow, however you want to define that. And that that has allowed you exposure to be able to say, okay, I'm going to practice these modalities, these physical modalities like podcasting, like meditating, like working at ad agencies, like being my own freelance creative director. I mean, like doing all of these things and then allowing you the capacity to say, okay, I can continue to push myself even further and experiment with different modalities and say, okay, well then what, where, where's my soul now pushing me this time? And, and giving yourself grace to, to try. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and I think that's, that's what I think has been the most beautiful thing about your journey. Thank you for saying that. Oh my God. Oh. I, I mean, it's, and it's, it's inspired me. It's inspired so many people that are around you. And I think that's what, that's, what's attractive about mm. what I think your, your inner knowing is leading you to, which mm-hmm. is just how to ultimately serve the self so that the self can serve on others. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really impactful thing to yeah. come to, to come to realize. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And and to the point that we were talking about is just like knowing that it is like a long journey and then yep. like you just get smacked over like not to use that term but like you get hit with like this like shift in awareness and you're like oh wait i i have been doing these things and 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 they have been making leaving effects on people and yeah i don't know just let it in. Yeah, let it just soak it, it in. Yeah, just like it's just like natural. I don't feel like I'm doing anything different no. other than trusting. Yes, like I, I yes, think, yes. I think yes. trust has been like the the missing link for a long time. Is just like mm. I can never fully trust myself. And once that trust happened, I was able to just like let go and just like follow the inspiration and and know mm. that I am always trying to figure out like first face my shit and and deal with that and then through that it provides the openness or at least the perspective and the compassion to serve someone else yes because like i see so many people that are that even though we don't have like a like a through line of communication like there's not a lot of like like super close uh conversations I can read somebody's energy and like see like their points where they're butting against their head against the wall. And it's like, Oh, I've experienced that. Like that's, that was like last week, even if like, not even like, <laughs> that was yesterday. not even far, <laughs> not even far removed no, from it. It's like, no. we're still in the shit, but we're able yeah. to just articulate what just happened. Like everyone thinks like, Oh, to be a teacher of any sorts or to offer your experience, you have to have, x amount of experience it's like no you just need like have to be willing to share it and that that has been like the biggest shift is like oh i'm just going to share what's happening right now because i know i'm not the only person in the world that's going through certain things and and it's exciting because there's always new stuff that comes up so it's like there's never going to be a point where there's nothing 
to share or to talk about or to break down the process because it produces clarity for me yeah. and it produces clarity for someone else or it has the capacity to do that and it's kind of like this 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 back and forth this dance that that just changes tempo over time maybe changes mm. styles but it's nevertheless a dance yeah yeah L- life is really our mentor you know life experience uh allows us the the ability to be able to yeah see see okay yeah i was just feeling this way and so it does uh, breed compassion and sometimes just like straight up anger (laughs) 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 frustration and uh, sadness yeah I, i was just i was just listening to something the other day about how harvard did a study about our today i think in like the last 10 years how our ability to express emotion has been reduced ridiculously really i mean and they've expanded they they expanded on the issue in terms of just talking about how we how we identify or define emotion like when we're angry is it really just frustration irritation guilt like what like what actually is it Mm -hmm. and i think that's also part of why we get so frustrated with life is because we just don't know how to express it we just don't know how to attach some sort of definition to the feeling that i'm experiencing right now because if we could that arms us that ultimately arms us to be able to give it a face and to say this is what i'm experiencing right now and when you can do that as to what we were talking about even before we turn the mics on it's like when you give it that you've almost removed it from your being mm-hmm. you've almost given it some sort of thing where it can just be yeah. that context for your experience mm-hmm. it could it can just exist mm-hmm. as such yeah and and that objective that that objective process to be able to turn emotions into a tool yeah is is honestly what I think the biggest reward I've gotten in my daily practice of meditating. And I guess when I also reflect on what meditating is even is for me, it's to be able to consistently identify emotion with some sort of grounding. Like what, what is it that's coming up? Because at first I was super intimidated with things even coming up at all. Like I hated it. I was very confused. I was very frustrated. And I said, screw it. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even know if this is actually meditating. Whatever this is, I don't understand. Until all of a sudden I started to equip myself with the ability to say something is coming up. I don't know what it is, but it's like the here and I'm just not going to move for the next seven minutes or however. I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even have my eyes open. And so that was, I guess, in terms of like a, a real true by definition meditation practice but then I also was realizing that the the art of meditation really comes from the moment by moment assessment of the gap between what it is that you know to be true and what you're experiencing in that moment Mm -hmm. and when you can genuinely have a state of objective observation of that moment and not react 
you're meditating in that moment right then and there. And you have power. You have power over your mind. You have power to move yourself forward towards that vision that we were talking about, towards mm-hmm. the person that we know we want to be, which is someone who is able to communicate clearly, someone who's able to build deep relationships, build trust with other people, expand, grow, learn, engage with life. Yep. To all that. (laughs) (laughs) To all of that. Yeah, that was super deep and spot on. I, something that came up for me as you're expressing that, like having space between your thoughts and identifying and creating context for the emotion where it comes from like mm. and and not being like trapped to it and beholden to to those feelings mm-hmm. is i think i've ex- experienced like a step after like that identifying or like the contra i don't know if it's along the same lines but like when i experience contrast with like an actual person yes and i have them in my mind's eye and I realize, like, my relationship's not even with the person. It's with the image of them inside of my head. Correct. Processing that and just going through the, the dynamics of relationship. But it's relationship with self and image. It's not yes. relationship with person. It's like, like, truth be told, it's like a, lot of the, like a lot of the information that I get from the person doesn't even, like, come close to how much I've interacted with them in my mind. And... I had this uh, experience, like, just walking the dog, and, like, I was, like, in Love this you, very... Rocco. Yeah, shout out to Rocco, <laughs> Bubba Jones, <laughs> just Jones and for love. Um, I was, like, in this very, like, compassionate, open space, and, like, this idea of, like, holding people that I have contrast with, and, like, as I'm literally walking, like, envisioning their energy coming into my body... Like if their like if their energy was like a like a floating cloud or something in front of me, mm. and then embodying and embracing them as a part of me has been <sighs> the practice. I was like, oh, this is this is gratitude, compassion practice. Like there is no there is no like other. Like they're all reflections of me. But to to experience that like in creating like a process for myself in order to like ex- experience it See, instead of inst- visually yeah and it's just like oh this is what this is what mm. love is it's like loving the darkness that's within you because i'm casting mm. shadows and judgments on these other people and it's like no you're a part of me so like as i'm walking like physically like oh like allowing that energy or their vision their the my vision of them in whatever form that I'm able to perceive to be a part of me. And that's been something that's helped uh, understand contrast in, in the relationship with my own emotions and, and knowing that I'm just engaging with myself at all times. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yes. That is beautiful. Damn, that helped me a lot. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that right now. I oh, needed yeah. that we today. Are, we are building. <laughs> I needed that. You're you're absolutely right. Everyone around us is a, is ultimately a mirror of what we have not addressed. And we were talking about this earlier. Like, I just had an experience with fear. You know, like right in front of me, in the form of a person mm-hmm. that I wanted to really truly understand. 
and come to appreciate and and be compassionate towards but everything in me was like what Mm -hmm. why why do i have to do that right now yeah (laughs) but then i realized it this is the perfect time this is the perfect time right now is is for you to really sit with what fear you really actually have Mm -hmm. what fear do i have (laughs) i don't want to put you on the spot I think there I think I definitely have like a fear to f- a fear to know what like love actually feels like. <sighs> I was I was like, just going to say like something like what that. what does yeah. it actually feel like? I experience it in like little bursts, but the but yeah. where there's of course like intimacy connected to it, like that's the thing, but it's like real like unconditional love. And oh. working through in working through the conditions, <laughs> unconditional love while working through the, uncondi- the conditions. Yeah. Yep, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it takes time for me to. <laughs> no, no, you got you nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. I think I I I would echo that fear. In addition to, I almost sometimes kind of fear that real, true, loving, unconditional person. Like, just the person, the person that embodies love Mm -hmm. unconditionally, the person that embodies engagement and connection and growth and fearlessness and confidence. Mm -hmm. Like, that person, I know she's there. Like, I know who, I know, I see her. Like, I know who she is. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I find myself fearing getting to that, that point, getting to that level, because I know... Because then that means just taking responsibility, really. I mean, like, because I've just so, for so long, have just kind of pitted off responsibility and been like, nah, 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 we good. Like, we're we're all good. Yeah. But that person is always calling us. Yeah. That truest version of ourselves is always calling us further and and further in, you know, deeper into who we are and to to, to explore that person, but also... further out yeah into the world Mm -hmm. to be of the world not just in it yep as a physical being and so oh that was beautiful yeah it was loving unconditionally yeah the the fear of like the highest expression of self has definitely been built into my programming and it's in like calling a name to it and being like okay but it's like i still have a choice to Mm. to take out that program no matter how long it takes and it always goes back to the practice it's like we're rewriting our code and our software and our system and and we've understood and accepted that it does take time and just being aware during the journey and and giving an earnest effort into it is going to lead us to where we need to be but not yes. putting so much on top of it. Like there's no, or at least trying to remove like the history of guilt and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, we are moving in that, that space of unconditional love. And it just re- requires more experience to allow us to get to that point. Like that's the thing. Yeah. We're there right now. It just, there's few, there's some experiences that have yet to happen that to open that door that whether it's pain or if it's a, 
joy or connectedness mm. it's like we don't know what form the lesson's going to be but our higher self is guiding us towards all those experiences that are going to allow us to unlock that unconditional love in the highest expression of ourselves which i think uncovers an interesting topic of comparison right because i think that path is only going to be yours you cannot look yeah. at others and say oh yeah that person does that really well and think that that in some way has to measure up to how you appear in the world you know how you how you show up and that's also been a fear of like almost letting go of comparison it's like wait i have so much attached to that like yeah. i have so much <laughs> so much attachment to comparing i have yeah. so much attachment to just uh finding reasons to not get closer to that fullest version of myself mm -hmm. so when that fear kicks in it's yeah it's almost as if i'm just saying well i'm not worthy of of all of that yeah. of that person that i know exists yeah and that's always that's always a really fun conversation with myself because it's <laughs> usually because it, it's usually born out of comparing to somebody who I think has got it sure on all all the levels, but I don't know. Nobody I've, does. I, <laughs> I have no clue. But it's like the like it seems it's so ridiculous because it's like that conversation doesn't even it's not even a conversation it's like that judgment like lasts for like two seconds it's just like oh yeah absolute. And you, you forget to use, like, your critical mind of breaking things down. It's just like, oh, I'm Good just going to jump to this conclusion. And it's like there's no dynamic movement to support the, like, the judgment. Like, there's nothing that, that further supports the evidence that you found. You just, like, settle on, like, the lowest hanging fruit. And you're like, oh, yeah, like. This, I'm not that person. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like, I don't have enough. that. That's enough. That's enough. That's <laughs> enough. It's like we just yeah. end it right there. It's not even, like. Uh, like, what about their upbringing? What about their motivation? What about their da 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 da? Sure. Who helped them do their thing? And da da da. Sure. It's like you just sure. don't even take into account those various factors. So, like, judgment's a, a giant thing. Like, I grew up in like a city of just like blonde haired, blue eyed surfer dudes. So it's like I'm not gonna, I can't be that. <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> for me to be that. But I sure tried. Yeah. I sure tried. So yeah, like, yeah. You have like you have to. Yeah, you have you need it. You need it to feel. Yeah, like connected in some type of way, and yeah, styled that way. But well, and do you think? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You're good. Uh, in terms of that, that uh, that moment, right, where we kind of lapse our judgment a little bit. Well, which is funny to use the word judgment because we're ultimately judging. I think there, ha do you do you find yourself in now after all that we've come to kind of circle around now in terms of this conversation and the many that we've had in the past, but what what's your tool to to combat that? Or to just kind of get past it. Now, what would you what would you say? What would you say is the tool in Aaron's tool belt? <laughs> in Aaron's toolbox, ah, uh, I think it's just. I think I mentioned it earlier. Just like trusting what I want, 
just being selfish about it and just being mm. like this is now this is how i see it and i don't need to i don't need to give anybody an explanation as to why i'm supporting my own judgments and my ideas sure. and my opinions and it so happens naturally to f- to i guess like happen that you <laughs> gravitate towards people that share similar things and you're able to have these conversations and we don't agree on everything but we res- we respect each other and and I think that's the like the old tendency was just like trying to get the approval of people I that didn't respect me and that mm-hmm. I didn't respect and it's like why are we that was just an icky game that I was yeah. playing and I and I understand and I take full responsibility of me partaking in that that nasty game of of power and and deceit and as far as relationships are concerned like just sure. surrounding myself it's it's the people and the ideas that the people have that that are that I would always like compromise myself to align with them yeah and i abandon my own autonomy and my own belief system in favor of somebody else's because i didn't i didn't think i was worth it so i think to answer your question is like is the practice led me to find self-worth and then i was on my team from then on yeah and that's that's kind of like where i'm on my team now like it doesn't even I, I don't even know how to break down what the process is. I just don't, it no. doesn't, it doesn't even happen that often where I'm like sitting there and like being asked to compromise like my position or my, like uh, how I've come to understand this world. And it's like the, the, my unconscious is not seeking those things out, those karmic lessons out anymore. Yeah. There, there are some karmic lessons that come up in like relationship or intimacy things that I got to process. But like, as far as like other like friends or men that that I in the in a previous life had been drawn to that were kind of like models for me to fix and they weren't for me to fix like that whole desire to do that has is completely like shifted into me putting energy in myself and fixing myself yeah that's awesome yeah I love that Mm-mm-mm. Some you food know, sounds so I, good. You right know now. what I I'm want? Like you know what I want? I want some lemon pepper wings. Oh, all flats, extra crispy. All flats, you know extra mean? crispy. They're open. I know. I'm I'm actually <laughs> on a. This is my second day fasting. Like uh-huh. I didn't I didn't eat yesterday, so 24 hours, and then even now, the only thing I had today was a juice. Yeah. From best friend. I feel I feel good. Like I just need to. I'm just trying different things now. Yeah, yeah. Always just the guessing and checking motto. And then just like when some of the practices or modalities, like when it's time, then it's like go time for it. Like <laughs> like, like dabble a little bit with fasting and it's like, all right, it goes in and goes out. Dabble a little bit with like fucking steel mace flows. It's like an exercise tool. And then it's like when it's time, it's time. But like no pressure and being like, yeah, oh, I'm like you're not doing it now, so like you suck. It's like like with the podcast, like I've been ha- I've had this equipment for like like three months now or so. I know. And this and then it's just like there was the time where like quarantine hit, and then I was like, oh, like I'm I'm off. Like let's get it. Yeah, let's let's stop fucking around. Like you had so many excuses not to move forward with this, and now you have zero excuse not to move forward with this. 
other than public health and safety. <laughs> well, and and but I think that the the idea is there, like of no excuses. And ultimately living life with no regrets because mm-hmm. I think excuses are are bundling up all of our regrets that we will have if we don't just go. Mm-hmm. And that that's a whole nother episode, yeah. my man. That's right. a whole nother episode. Yeah. Yeah. It totally is. And I look forward to another episode. And and thank you so much for joining this podcast. And I I know you're gonna be on many, many episodes <laughs> unless you decide, hey, I wanna start doing podcasts and I'll be like, All right, for sure, let's do this. <laughs> But until that time, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, at Steph M. Montoya, M-O-N-T-O-Y-A. Yes, like an ego. Like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, on the IG. Dope. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to Opening Presents. Mm-hmm.